Startup Nation by Dan Sonora. One sentence summary. Startup Nation explains how a tiny, controversial, politically isolated country like Israel manages to be one of the world's creative hubs with more startups, venture capital, and new technology than entire continents. My favorite quote from the author is, A reform happens when you change the policy of the government. A revolution happens when you change the mindset of a country. Dan Senor. Can you get an entire country to become entrepreneurs? Well, almost. Israel flies completely under the radar in most people's entrepreneurial view. But it's actually one of the most productive countries in the world. Startup Nation describes how Israel's history and economic situation have led to this small country becoming one of the world's leaders in entrepreneurship. Imagine what it's like to have your number one export be innovation. If Israel can, so can others. Let's take a look at what it takes. Here are three lessons about Israel's thriving startup culture. 1. Israel has the highest concentration of startups in the world. 2. Doubt, assertiveness and informality are the character traits of innovators. 3. Even if your location is a disadvantage, you can turn it into an economic advantage. Want to know how to make a country productive? Let's learn how from the Israeli startup culture. Startup Nation Lesson 1. Nobody has more startups per capita than Israel. This answers the question, which country has the most startups per capita in the world? Israel is in constant conflict with Palestine. In fact, this endless religious war is what the country is most known for. And if it's not in the news for that, it's for something about its nuclear weapons. But underneath the surface, Israel is probably the most innovative nation in the world. No other country spends a bigger percentage of the money in its economy on research and development. At just 65 years old and with a population of only 8.5 million, Israel has more startups per capita than any other country. Roughly one for every 2,000 Israelis. That's over 4,000 startups in total. Major companies love to buy Israeli startups. Cisco alone has bought nine of them so far. The country is also a major destination for venture capital, receiving twice as many investment dollars per person as even the United States, and 30 times as much as Europe or China. Lastly, over 60 Israeli companies are listed in the Nasdaq, which is more than all European companies combined. How the hell is such a tiny country so creative and productive? For one, it lies in the nation's culture. Startup Nation Lesson 2 To be innovative, you have to doubt things, assert yourself, and informally discuss your ideas. This answers the question, what are three key traits of being innovative? When PayPal bought an Israeli company in 2008 to better deal with fraud among its payments, the Israelis openly criticized PayPal's current practices during their first meeting with the CEO. This assertiveness, this strong confidence in standing up for your ideas, is called chutzpah in Hebrew, and it's a typical value instilled in Israeli children. A second factor that makes Israelis innovative is that asking questions comes second nature to them. Most of them are religious, and throughout history, rabbis have constantly reinterpreted the meaning of the Bible, openly and in discussions. This culture of arguing and debating over what's right has spilled over, which makes many Israelis great entrepreneurs. Lastly, they despise hierarchical structures and formalities. 
For example, the Israeli army employs very few officers in senior ranks on purpose to make sure the soldiers on lower levels take initiative and responsibility for their work. If you want to be innovative yourself, try working on some of these traits. Startup Nation Lesson 3 Your location might suck politically, but you can use that to your advantage. This answers the question, how can I turn a geological disadvantage into an advantage? Israel is a country rigged with political problems throughout all of history. Until recently, Israelis couldn't even travel to neighboring countries. But this limitation was exactly the right one, forcing Israeli companies to think international and pursue ventures in technology, software and communication, the things that transcend all borders. Because Arab countries boycotted Israeli exports, they also couldn't export any expensive goods, so they focused on smaller parts and digital goods like software. You could say Israel was forced to become a knowledge economy long before it became a global trend. That's also why they turned inward in terms of military technology. Their alliances with other countries were severed because of all the political issues, so they spent a lot of money developing their own military technology, which in turn seeped through to the public, as it always does. So even if your location might suck or you face political limits, if you play it right, this can be turned into an advantage. My personal takeaways from Startup Nation for 2017. This was definitely one of those, you would not pick it up, you would not come across this information if you just didn't expand what you read with a service like Blinkist or something like that. This was really, really cool. I had no idea how innovative Israel is and how much is going on behind the borders of this small country. Uh, I haven't been to it yet. I would love to because um, I hear it's a fascinating place in uh, terms not just of technology but also culture. Um, so a couple, a couple extra or or I want to say meta takeaways almost from this are so just judging by the fact that Israel has think about that Israel has more companies in the Nasdaq than all other com countries in Europe combined. Like, that's insane. Europe is a powerhouse of innovation. And then these guys come along and they beat them, like, single-handedly. So that's very powerful. And I think a, a meta takeaway from that is to not always look for innovation in the most expected places, right? So everyone always looks to the US. Everyone always looks to Germany. Everyone always looks to... I don't know, like for finance stuff, you would look to London, England, because they have all the banks. So don't always look uh, to the obvious places, but rather like if you want to, if you're an investor and you're interested in investing, for example, in startups or even like small new companies, like take a company that's, take a country that's completely off the shelf, something like Kyrgyzstan or something, Azerbaijan or... I don't know, even, um, I don't want to say Korea because Korea is already popular, but something like Vietnam, right? Take, take a country like that, look at the companies there and see if you, what you can find there because you can find innovation in places you would not expect at all. Um, about the culture, so I, the thing that it, it came from religion, right? That their religion encourages them to ask questions. That's such a fundamental human trait culture and that that's a, such a big deal of why they have so many entrepreneurs that was super fascinating to me um 
Uh, and I think to learn something about yourself or maybe about how innovative you are, a very interesting thought experiment you can make is imagine there's 8 million copies of you, exact copies, exact replicas, and these people are all in the country together. And you can then imagine that country um, and think about like what kind of expenditures would this country have? Like would it have a lot of debt? Or would this country be a very friendly country? Or would this country be a very diplomatic country? Or would this country be very innovative? Um, I think that's a great thought experiment to just like see how you fare with these traits on on your individual level, right? I think that's a fun exercise you can do, um, which is based on analyzing their culture over there. Um, and then another thing is, uh, that's not I didn't mention it in the summary, but I know this to be true. Is uh, in Israel, everyone I think, including the women, has to do military service, and in that military service, they learn these um, to like flat hierarchies, flat hierarchical structures, uh, being taking initiative, taking responsibility, having confidence in standing up for your ideas, asking questions, and so having a part that everyone in your country has to live through on a um, eventually right something like this this forced military service that can be a great way to shape your country so if you're if you just happen to be in politics and you're thinking about how you can improve your country um that might be a stepping stone right so look at look at the things or the the phases politically everyone has to move through and then how you can improve those because that'll improve the whole country and then lastly, about the location, I thought that was so fascinating, right? When you're surrounded by countries you can't trade with or you can't get anything to or from, that forces you to be really creative. It's a classic case of where limits are liberating because they force you to think creatively. Uh, and then they went into software because you can export software anywhere because internet, right? No, no location borders needed. Um, I think if you're in a place where you know at the border there's certain things going on, like right now, even in Europe, if you were, say, uh, Czech Republic and you had um, you had the border to Germany, you had the border to... Ooh, is that Hungary? I'm not even sure. I'm a little embarrassed. Um, but let's say it's Hungary. You have that border. Um, and you know you've got plenty of refugees coming through. There's something going on on the border there, right? There's something for you to be found to be solved. So just like don't don't complain about limits, right? Try, learn to work with them. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk gave a guy advice who was like, yeah, I can't do my weed startup here in here in Texas because Texas laws forbid it, blah, blah, blah. And he was making excuses. And then he said, well, then move to freaking Denver, right? If, if Denver allows it, uh, just go to, go there and do your startup there or learn to work with the restraints of your state and learn to work with your environment because that's the rule that's the law um, so when you run into a limit don't immediately see it as a bad thing right see see it as a challenge try to work with it try to embrace it or outsmart it and um, yeah i hope that will help you with innovation again cool read cool country learn learn something about it i highly encourage you even just go to Wikipedia, read a little, uh, and I'm sure you'll be surprised what you learn. See you on the next summary, and I hope you have a wonderful day.